we're back. And okay, leave it to Char to say I screwed up again. So um, the first half is apparently uploaded. What? So I'm going to have to see if I can, I don't know what I did or what I hit. What it was was the new best friend stopped by to get his shit. Damn, Ginger. I know, soulless bastard. And um, so now I'm going to have to try to add this to an episode and we're going to see how this works out. I may have part one and part two tonight. Yay me, because I just can't fucking live tonight. So, okay. You have so much drink left. You have to have a drink first. Oh my God, I do. Like a big guzzle. Okay, Barb, will you take a little talkie-talkie so I can have a... Okay, well, uh, do you want me to talk about my, um... Mm -mm. My, um... Thanksgiving? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was... it, It was... It was good because I had my children and I... But I had worked both of my jobs the day before and I bartended... And it wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be because I did get home about 2. But that means I worked from 8 a.m. till 2 a.m. Oh, eat me. And um, so I woke up and I helped, you know, barely helped cook the food. But then I cleaned up everything after. And um, I was in charge of turkey carving because that was my dad's thing. And that was a little rough. Mm, yeah, because it was your and, first uh, Thanksgiving without Bob. Yeah. Oh, she's going to tear up. So we're going to talk about something else. So we're going to get on to murder. How about, can we get on to murder? Let's have, let's have some murder. Murder is going to make you feel better. So mine's going to take place. And of all the places, you know, where I get most of my fucking stories. Florida. Florida. Definitely, definitely going to be Florida. Because as all of us crime junkies know, all the good shit happens in the Florida. So there's a guy. His name is Paul Marige. He goes to Thanksgiving dinner in 2009. So part of me wants to say this is recent, but not really. This year marks the 10th anniversary of this terrible day for this family, dude. Something I'm sure they've all... How come I don't remember your story either? I was like, I was about to be like, wait, no, you know you're not doing like a new story. We're doing last week's school. And then you're like, okay. I don't know. Apparently we drink too much. We might have had a rough week last week, so it might have been an omen that it didn't go up. We shall see. So, Paul was completely supported financially by his parents as a fucking adult male, which completely made me wonder why. But then he has a history of Excuse attempted me. suicide, mm. mental problems, you know. And, but he was super, super smart, and he went to the University of Miami and graduated with honors. So super smart. Get a job, dude. Right. Not quite mentally stable. So, oh, excuse me, you guys. So tonight, tonight, <laughs> not tonight, this was 10 years ago. So on this particular Thanksgiving evening, he murdered his twin sisters, Lisa Knight, who was pregnant, and Carla Marie. Then he murdered his aunt, which is Raymond Joseph, which is a girl. It's his aunt. And his cousin's daughter, who was six fucking years old. Oh, he's right? an animal. He also hit his pregnant sister's husband in the gut, but he survived, even though he wasn't expected to. The husband was placed in a medical coma, and that's what got him to be able to survive. But... This number, and I hate to word it like this because he killed two, three, four, five, maybe six people. I think six people. It's a pretty low number considering the fact he went in there and there were 16 family members there. That means 10 people. I mean, all of them kind of watched it all, but 10 people have to live with the visions or the replays or the right. sites or whatever just you... like the memory yeah there you go ding 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 <laughs> we found the word <laughs> oh my god have i she said can't english I today can't freaking english today um and then my phone must fall shit all night so here's the part that gets me when he killed michaela which is the six-year-old that's bullshit she was in fucking bed barb she was asleep so he actually had to go search out the baby to kill her. That is all sorts of wrong. And I think, oh my God, where's our clapper? I forgot the clapper because I can't live tonight. It's not even English. I can't do anything. So I think he's asshole of the week, right? Yeah. I think he gets asshole of the week. Well, you know, and the pilgrims. Oh, and the pilgrims. Remember and we pilgrims. did, we did the, decide. Not the, 
Was it the pilgrims and all, or was it that one person, Dudley Do-Right? No, because they, like, all, like, no. They okay. they forced Chris, they brought their stinkiness. Oh. And disease. It's fucking, it's the white women. <laughs> Those white skankies. Thanks. It's the super tuna. <laughs> Why? God. Okay, let's move on. Move on. We're on my story now. All right. So now that we've declared basically everybody the asshole of the week. We're <laughs> All your ancestors are assholes. Right. If you're white. So we're going to start with 2006. Carla, his sister, um, requested a restraining order against her brother, saying that he threatened to kill her and then himself. This was from the newspapers. Then she withdrew her request for PPO a couple weeks later. Dumbass. Right. So let me tell you the actual... I have an actual story. This is all just shit. (laughs) Um, So Paul went to Thanksgiving dinner with his family. Ta-da! Surprise! Which apparently was a very rare sighting because Paul hadn't gone to a family gathering like this in 10 years. So when Shouldn't have forced the issue, bitches. His parents, I think him and his dad were super close. But when his mother, Carol, told Lisa that Paul was coming, she joked, or Lisa jokingly said, I hope he doesn't come kill us all tonight. <laughs> right? So, Lisa, holy shit, I can't even flip a page. She can't English, she can't paper. <laughs> right. So, Carla said that she had been considering the same thing. But both women kept their feelings to themselves so that they wouldn't upset Paul's father. So when Paul got there, he barely ate anything throughout the whole meal. And then after the meal, they had sing-alongs by the piano. It's hard to eat when you're thinking about being murdered. Right. Or I mean, no, wait, murdering people. Murder. He was thinking about murder. So then they all went and sang songs next to the piano, like the good old days, man. Um... Yep, I did that. Um, So then they all wrote cards on how thankful they were. And Michaela wrote her cards about how thankful she was for her family. And then they all strung them out on a clothesline or like in the living room. After dinner, when they were singing songs by the piano, Michaela did a little impromptu dress rehearsal type performance of the Nutcracker, which she was in the following day. Or not. Or not. <laughs> Sorry, that was so. Too funny. soon. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, that's my problem. It's never too soon, and I'm just. Ne- I'm, it's never too soon. For, it's, you just heard me make jokes. I know. About, and, and I laughed along with you. It just, it's just there's like this un- disconnect. Our, right, it, like, our level of warped when we're joking. And, and you no know, boundaries. like we think, we, you know, like we care deeply, and these things do affect us deeply. But then you if you can can't make joke about it, it'll freaking kill you from the inside. Right. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, yeah. I agree. So, after they all sang songs, and Michaela, and Michaela did her little dress rehearsal, Paul went outside to his car, grabbed his gun, and went back inside. So that bitch ain't upstaging my ass. Right. So apparently without... See, I do remember yours. Mm-hmm. So apparently without any notice or warning, Paul just opened fire. He shot his sister Carla first, then her twin Lisa. She's the pregnant one. Then he turned the gun. I, then he turned the gun. What the fuck do my notes say? Then he turned the gun <laughs> to his, and then Patrick Knight. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. So then he turned the gun to Patrick Knight while he was choking. Check choking. What the fuck is wrong with you? You should drink more. I can't English. So he this turned the salt gun. is going to your head. <laughs> I don't eat a lot of salt. It really could be the salt. <laughs> no, you were it's doing not that. the tequila. It's definitely the salt. So no, then, because you were talking like that before, before you, I started. Yeah, drinking. when I called you earlier today. It has been today. all day. So then he turned the gun onto Patrick Knight while he was checking on his pregnant wife. He then shot his aunt Raymond Joseph, who was seventy-six years old, once in the shoulder. <sighs> And then while her husband was cowered on the ground next to her trying to stop the bleeding, he held the gun to her chest, fired again, blowing a hole in her sternum. Oh, my God. This is what her husband later recalls. Then he shot Clifford Jamara, who did survive. Then he walked into Michaela's room. 
So apparently, we're talking about Michaela now, which is the six-year-old. Apparently, not convinced that his work was done, he left her room, turned around, and fucking went back and shot her again. What? Right. So he left her to die with a bullet in her back, one in her hip, and one more in her head. Oh, my God. Um, this is what her, her father said. Um, now, after all these shootings, when he was walking away, he literally said that he had been planning to do this for 20 years. God. So he planned this. Not only had he been planning to do this for 20 years, this is how planned he did. He bought four guns. He packed his clothes, withdrew $12,000 in cash. Now, Wait. what I want to know yeah. is if his parents supported him financially, where the fuck does he get twelve grand? I don't know, because I don't know. I mean, I know that my kid is known for, Mom, I need 20 bucks, and it'll right. cost 11 and she'll save the nine. She don't give it back to Mom. But that's a lot of nine dollars added up to equal twelve. Well, grand. yeah, because eventually someday she's gonna be like, "Ooh, I want a Starbucks," and there goes five of it. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, what does one do after they kill their family bar? Um Wait, wait. Rephrase this. What? Do, I, what does one do in Florida after oh, they kill their family mm. bar? He went to the Keys. Oh, vacation! Right, vacay. I got twelve grand. Vacation all the way. Big. Oh. I don't know that song. It's uh, the beef. No, it's the Belinda Carlisle. I have no fucking clue. What's the Belinda Carlisle band? I don't know who Belinda Carlisle is. Oh my God, where were you in the 80s? Oh, you were just a wee toddler. I was a wee tot. It's so, um, the... Now I got to get the Google machine out. Uh, where is Google Brooke? God dang it, Brooke, we need you. I don't think she seems to understand... That she is a critical part in this podcast. And, oh, wait, wait, I have a story. Um, so let me get back to the story. So he went to the Florida Keys where he was planning to commit suicide. So then they busted him and found him and caught him five motherfucking weeks later after mm, doing a manhunt. So all I know is if they could manhunt for five weeks for you, you were not too serious about committing suicide because you have five weeks no kidding. to do it. So, of course he was discovered. Do you think it was by the cops? No, I'm sure not. Nope, because I'm Florida cops. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Totally nothing but respect for cops. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, he wasn't discovered by the cops. He was discovered by a family who owned the resort he was staying at. The Go-Go's. Oh, the Go-Go's. When they saw him as a wanted, saw him on a wanted thing during a commercial of their football game. One more reason to love football, Bob. Yeah. Well, I guess. I'm doing a happy dance. Better be college. Right. So when they saw his face, they called the cops on his ass. So I want to give a quick shout out to the Edgewater Resort in the Keys where they are obviously willing to keep you safe. Right. <laughs> Did you like my nice little professional voice for a second? That is my... Professional. Um, what do they call it when you, like, do voiceovers? That's my voiceover voice. I think that's your uh, sex phone line voice. Sex kitten. Meow. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, on August 8th, 2011, this trial started. Jesus. Um, so, here's the odd thing about this trial. Maybe it's just for me because too many years in fucking law. But the judge wasn't certified for a death penalty case, so he had to take a class in May before the trial started so he could proceed with a death penalty case. Mm. I mean, I know everybody has to start mm. somewhere, but really? And if you have to get certified to do death penalty, I guess, yeah. Again. Why wouldn't you already if you're in a state in a where there's a state. death penalty? Right. I mean, huh. criminal law is criminal law, so you're going to have... I don't, I don't understand. You would think, okay, you're in this state where we have this. You must have this to try people. Right. You'd have to... And you should be certified. In order to be a judge. In order to be barred. Like, I would think that 
in order to be barred as an attorney, you have to be trained in penalty cases because you have to either defend or prosecute. Great. And if you're going to be a judge, then if you're a judge, you've been an attorney for umpteen fucking years. You should be familiar with the death penalty because you're in Florida. I, I mean, whatever. So the decisions by the prosecutors to seek the death by lethal injection came as the grand germly, grand germ, mother schnucker. The grand jury formally indicted the 35-year-old Miami man on four counts of first-degree murder, three counts of attempted first-degree murder. Now, police do say that he shot and wounded two other relatives and did try unsuccessfully to shoot his uncle. So, the father of the six-year-old girl, which it says his name is Jim Soto, so I'm assuming that the one that was there was a stepfather, but they called them both her father. So, Jim Soto begged the judge, which I'd like to put his name out there, Judge Joseph Marks, not to accept a plea deal um, and while he's sitting there begging this judge to not accept a plea deal, because he killed a six-year-old. Yeah. He's holding a lock of hair in his hand the whole fucking time. How sad is that? Yeah. So what do you think the heartless bastard of a judge did? Uh. Fucking told the father to leave the courtroom. Uh. Like how? No, it's his mm-hmm. daughter's mm-hmm. murder mm-hmm. trial. No, he has the right to be fucking upset. His daughter was killed. Yeah, I can't even imagine. It's insane. So, needless to say, I personally think that this Judge Joseph Marks is kind of an asshole. Not to the asshole of the week status. Because, you know, I'd hate to take that away from Paul. um, Because I do believe Paul deserves the asshole of the week. But the judge is kind of a prick. So, as abruptly as my story started, I'm done. That's it. That's it. I mean, well, he's a jerk. I should have, and again, where's Google broke? Because, you know, I was so upset about this whole six-year-old thing. I didn't even think to Google whether or not this fucker's still alive. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. He is still alive. So, he hasn't been killed yet. Um, well, he should be. Right. But the, the, you know why I was thinking that I do know that he is still alive? Because I literally went, <sighs> this might want to be our murderer that we want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's all, the, I told you that last week, but he's all the way in Florida. I don't want to talk to him that fucking bad. No. Nah, not cool. No. So. Okay, so. Tell, tell me something good. good. You go first. Well, we have to go back to two weeks ago, though, so. Because. Otherwise, we'll have... Two weeks ago happened. Um, oh, I remember what you're telling me. What was me telling me something good? It was um, after, after so, 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 so much preparation and work. Oh, the house was on the market. Yeah, put your mama's house up on the market. Yep, the house did go up on the market. So if anybody's looking for a house, my mother's house is on super, the market. Super, super cute. Just if you're in the Lansing area and you want a three-bedroom colonial-style home with tons of custom woodwork, just message me. Also, true shout out, if you're in the Lansing area and you need a realtor, Travis Conti. Travis, we're looking for sponsors. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Travis, who's a good Christian man, oh. wants to quite be associated mm. with this podcast. So oh. my endorsement for him, he may not even appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> Sending out but, my weirdos. But he is a great dude. He has gone above and beyond for us. Um, he deals with this thing called Homes for Heroes. Did I tell you about that? Nice, no. Homes for Heroes is amazing. So if you're in the service, have been in the service, or retired from the service, yada, yada, you get like $900 back from your closing costs. Nice. And they help. If you're buying a house, they help you with your inspection. Since we're selling, we don't obviously pay for the inspection mm-hmm. um, but they help you with a lot so awesome. if you are a soldier or if you are a vet please look at Homes for Heroes there's okay. only like three realtors in Michigan that are Homes for Heroes nice. or area I think you said the area so that is my tell me something good okay no but now you have to give me your company 
Who was your company? What's your Tell Me Something Good from two weeks ago? Um, I think that my Tell Me Something Good was... I think it was bowling for the birthday. Bowling for my birthday, girl. She turned the big sweet 16. She's a big one. And I got to meet the youngest boyfriend, who's cute, sweet, nice, liked uh, very much. Um, and it was all fun and good. I had a good time. You didn't tell me. We'll have to talk afterwards because you didn't tell me what you thought of the oldest boyfriend. Didn't you meet him? Nike, I mean, really? I are you ago. judging him? You didn't. You don't even know him. You don't like Holland? <laughs> um, He's still snarling. Which means all three of my daughters have boyfriends, which means they're officially better daters than their mama. All four of our daughters right. have boyfriends, which means they're officially better daters than I. We, we raised are. them right. We just fucked up. Or we didn't raise them right. So when we break up with the next guy and we say it's not you, it's me, we ain't lying. Right. <laughs> so that's my something good. What's your company? So my company for the week was Pura Vita. Oh, and I just ordered one. You told me that. You said, which one did you order? I ordered the, like, stress and anxiety bracelet. It's cute. I didn't, I didn't go... cause close... Close, close to, to near and dear to my about that. I anxious. I could have said it, but the dog literally just smacked me in the mouth. And it's near that. and dear to my anxious heart, and you know my anxieties. I'm hoping to be quelled when I look at the bracelet. That's my hope. Yep. Well, it probably will be because I'm going to think of my good friend Charlene. Oh, Char! Everyone, call her Char. She's not Charlene. <laughs> She's only Charlene to me, and people that I introduce her to because right. that's what I call her. It's growing. And, um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to think of when I look at my bracelet. So so are you glad that I did this second bracelet? Because I wasn't going to do a second bracelet because I had already done... No, I like... I had already done for Oceans. Yeah. So, um, what you said last week, since again, where we record, well, we have to read Well, and I didn't look into it any further, but I, there was like a little bit of controversy when um, I was looking up like companies that give back. And there was this whole thing about Four Oceans, and it's like, oh, well, they don't really clean up trash. They just, it's a marketing ploy to get you to buy their shit. But see, I think that's not true, because I actually looked into volunteering for that. Well, and that's the thing, is that, like, um, I think because their website, and and again, I did... Their website is very ominous, or not ominous, it's very... Like, generic-ish? Yeah. And, and, And I think that's why people say this, because they're like, you know, like... The websites that, like, the um, the Love Your Melon has this whole thing about all the statistics of pediatric cancer. And, like, their website doesn't have all this stuff about it. doesn't tell where they clean up. It doesn't give, like, a bunch of specifics. So I think a lot of people are like, I call bullshit. But in my reading and my research of the I call bullshit, I, and I can't remember exactly what, where it turned... But I was like, I feel like this is a legitimate. So that was my conclusion to it. I, I think it is primarily only because I know I looked into volunteering right. for them. So what is Pure Vita? Oh, oh, let's get back to this week. So yeah, Pure Vita. Um, I actually have a Pure Vita. I have two Pure Vita bracelets on right now. I have a cute little skull, sugar skull one. There's this very, very dainty and and they're very cute they're very Very like like um almost like embroidery floss type friendship bracelet yeah yeah but they're they're generally they're just really cute and And you can stack too i mean i have a four oceans like the i have a four oceans on too so see you guys what i tell you are when i talk to you about my kid being the hippie and all these things that we support i truly support them yes and uh and uh, it, they just like the um, anxiety one is like three. So what's the one that Kayla got this month? Yeah, I, in our original recording, I opened one live on the air. Oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And it had a pamphlet and a sticker and all. Yeah, it was super things. cute. Yeah, but you know what Kayla said when she saw what was in that? Mm. This doesn't really feel like it should be a December. Like mountains should be like in August. I'm like, you're seriously judging your Pura Vita pack on the season and whether or not it fits the season that we're currently in. Um, so, 
she, she's a judger. So let me tell you about Pura Vida. It starts, you guys went to Costa Rica, which is funny, because my next story is not Costa Rica. And they fell in love with the country. They started selling these bracelets, and these bracelets would sell out immediately. So they hired 800 Costa Ricans to help with the project, or with the production of these. And boom, jobs. So can I just tell you something that I saw on their um, website today? I might be covering it, so. I don't think so, but go ahead. Go ahead. Hold this up. So they started the charity collection, which is where I generally buy from. I would like to admit my sugar stole is not from the charity collection, um, but most of them that we order from are from the charity collection. So these are really cool because they have things like breast cancer, lung cancer, ocean cleanup, even a, pan a planet pack for $30. They have it for animals from elephants to turtles, and they even have LGBTQ. I said it, I can't English tonight, but I can still say LGBTQ. So they have them for Homes for Troops, which we just heard my good, mm -hmm. good thing for the week. Um, and you can get a monthly club. So I think it's like $240 for an annual subscription to the monthly club. And they send like three bracelets. Yeah, you saw the super pack, cute. The sticker. Yep. So I, I mean, I totally absolutely <laughs> love Curvia. So what is your company, Barbara? My company is Tentry. And their website is tentry.ca. It's T-E-N-T-R-E-E. -E. And for every purchase that you make, they plant 10 trees. Um, when I went on their website to look, which is which I said, 10tree.ca, um, they have like a running tally of how many trees they planted. And so like a week ago, they had planted 34,166,790 trees. Oh, I forgot to say Pura Vida has donated $1.9 million to charity. Go ahead. 34,166,790 trees. And they're, they are, they didn't say we plan to. They said we are planting 1 billion trees by 2030. Wow. That's like, what is 1 billion divided by 10? 100 million a year? Yeah. That's like a fucking rainforest. And... The really cool thing about it is, aside from the fact that, oh, uh, time out on the Avita Pure Avita thing. Um, I saw I was on there today looking at their site, and their and their thing was um, something that said, on top of like their charitable situation, they employ artisans. Yes, that's the 800 jobs that they created. Are 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 like you know, mm -hmm. which is you know. Not all of them have very marketable type yeah. situation in that. So, mm -hmm. anyways, so we're talking about Tentry, and they have like I went on this website, and their stuff's a, like on the high end of prices. Like you can get a hoodie for like seventy two bucks, which it's isn't it's terrible. Not like Patagonia. Um, the love. I love your Patagonia. Like you get a blouse for 40 t-shirts are like 30 40 bucks that's normal prices and but you can like choose what as you scroll down the website they have like different fabrics that they make their their um stuff out of the first one is it bad that i'm like oh i remember this because their fabrics are freaking cool yeah the first one is tensil which is a light comfortable wearable wood pulp I want a wood pulp shirt. Like, they look like regular, I mean, you can't tell. They look like t-shirts. But I want a wood pulp. What and I would like to know, though, is just, it wear out faster. Because I'm thinking yeah, wood pulp is what they make paper products out of, so... And, and they, they, maybe they process it differently? I don't know. I, and, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I definitely... Yeah, we needed her tonight. And, you know, they, so they have tensile, hemp, which I everybody knows. Hemp. Really, here's another one. I miss the hemp Recycled polyester, which like is from like seventies. The shirts from the seventies. No, and, and when I looked it up, they're like t. They look like t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, everything, sweatpants. So if they're, anybody's got a shirt left over from the seventies, can we send it to them? It's like a once-use plastic and petroleum-based products, like water bottles. Oh wow! That they recycle one, like a one-time use. Is what yeah. they what they say on like their website that they yeah. Plastic 
And then they also have a choice that you can get um, organic cotton. Like, so, meh. and grain is organic, compared to wood pulp. I know, right? And you I just have thought, t-shirt, or you can have cotton, but it's organic, right? So, I mean, and, and possibly it's the wear factor on those. Yeah. But um, the other cool thing that I liked about this company is when you buy something, you get a tree code, and then you can enter it into their website, and you can... It, See where it, they planted your trees? Well, it just, I'm not exactly sure, the, because I haven't purchased yet, but it says, register here to track your impact. That is so Register cool. your tree code here to track your impact. So I'm not, I'm not sure what you get with that, or where it goes, or... Plug your ears podcast on Facebook or you can email it to plug your ears podcast at gmail.com because I want to track something. I want to see if it's legit. You know what? We'll live purchase something or I'll purchase something. I should get you something from Century for Christmas. I'll purchase something and bring in the, the code and we'll see. But they had, I mean, they had all kinds of cool stuff. So, you know, I mean, they didn't have a lot of assortment of things but they had an assortment of materials which is which was really cool. I might have to look and get me a shirt So yeah it was like um I mean and so it's like double because you're like buying things that are good for the environment and you're planting ten trees. And that's the name of their company, Tentry. That is awesome. So buy it up peeps. And we need to um I'm like and just like that, just like my story, guess what? We're done. Time to unplug your ears. Mark's going to go back and Mark's going to go back. <laughs> no. TTYL. <laughs> it is time to unplug your, your ears. ears. See you in a few minutes or a couple of days. Bye. It's like, what? <laughs> I so wish I had that on tape. <laughs> we could have started with Barb going, oh, I'm really going to fuck this up because, you know, I did this when I was drunk. <laughs> so on that note, hi, I'm Shar. <laughs> Uh, were you taping? I was. <laughs> In case I get murdered. Oh, tonight. So we're recording, you guys. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. No, stop. We can't stop. We're recording. And I just yanked the notes out of my dog. Hi, this is Shark. This is Barb. And, and this is Plug, plug Your Ears. ears. You might have wanted back. to start plugging earlier but, then. Uh-huh. You might have wanted to start plugging earlier. Well, you see what happened was. What happened was you're. So you're, I accidentally hit record and then. No, I tried, you didn't. No, no, I did. And then I tried to undo it and delete it, and then I tried to undo it and delete it, and it just wouldn't delete. So I'm like, well, fuck it. They're gonna get like a snippet here and a snippet there and a snippet of this, and it's gonna be okay, all sorts. Okay, so we're gonna sit back, relax, chat, chat a little, laugh, laugh a lot, lot, talk about anything we want. We're open. We're honest. We're and PC. we're definitely not PC. We don't even care if there's kids in the room. There are. So you know what? What time it is? Oh, by the way, tequila thirty. We've had technical difficulties all freaking night. So and this is show number two of the night. So this and is that's the second take of show number two. Of the second night. take of show number two and drink number seventy-two. So um, plug them ears, bitches. Yeah, you might want to. Yeah. So. <laughs> Kayla's so embarrassed right now. So this week we have my kiddo here and the boyfriend. And he's such a good kid. He's such a loud chomper. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have to quiet down the chomping. So, As wow. we've mentioned before, all of our daughters have boyfriends officially making them <laughs> better daters than we are. <laughs> and we get the boyfriend in the house. Say hi to me. <laughs> and huh? Who snorted? Kayla. <laughs> and he's full of personality and charisma tonight. He's super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> super. So. <laughs> Kayla just squeaked. <laughs> She's officially super embarrassed. So, tonight's podcast is about travel. Murder. Murder. Hey, Kayla. 
<laughs> he's totally trying to hide. Doc licks his own balls. He's not embarrassed. <laughs> so does Timmy, and he's embarrassed. <laughs> he would if he could. He can't. He's not that flexible. No, but his boyfriend is. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something totally inappropriate, but so let's just move on. Okay, bring on the story. No, I can't. That's what he's got your daughter for. <laughs> no, that's what he's got Ken for. <laughs> He Wait. should have said yes to Ken and not Kayla. Wait, Ken's my boyfriend. I'm Barbie. <laughs> it's you lost Ken to Timmy. Oh, yeah, I don't have balls. Timmy does. <laughs> Ken like to play with them. Okay, well maybe we should get back on track because this train has de-fucking no, derailed. If we don't get back on track, then Timmy gets redder and redder, and then you can just watch and wait for his head to explode. <laughs> okay, let's. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I watch. I will watch. Okay. I can, I can. Go ahead. Just come on. So I have a story <laughs> to tell. So tonight is on travel. I got all my information from Santa, CostaRicaStar.com, QCostaRica.com, and people. I've never got information from people till today. So when we talked about travel, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll cover the Natalie Holloway story. And then I decided, nope, everybody knows the Natalie Holloway story. She was the girl that was murdered in Chile. Well, she disappeared for the longest time. But I thought she was in Aruba. I thought she was in Chile. No, Aruba. Okay, well, I didn't look into the Natalie Holloway. I just remember it being Chile. No, it was Aruba. Okay, so Aruba, I guess. Um, when you said that in the episode that got disappeared, um, it, I was like, that's not right. And now I remember. It's Aruba. Okay, so oh I should have probably looked into Natalie Holloway so I can no, tell no, the no, story, it's, it's but I didn't because I like the more obscure shit. Okay, so, I know that's what I said, said too. Yeah, so um, my mother's favorite place in the entire world is Costa Rica, so I thought I'd go to Costa Rica, like we're traveling there ourselves. Okay, goodbye um, everybody, bye. goodbye. So my mom and my sister. That's a, that's from um. Uh, 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 Wizard of Oz. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Yep. So my mom and my sister went to Costa Rica for an entire month. Friends came and they left and they stayed for like a week. They were on the water. They had an Airbnb and a bear, air, the, bear, the Airbnb came fully equipped with their own personal sloth in a tree in the Um, so they got to watch their own sloth whenever they wanted. Now, here's a fun story about this trip. My mom's girlfriend, who is the sweetest thing in the entire world, not always the brightest cookie in the box, she, <laughs> she got to... That's not, that's not a thing. <laughs> it is tonight. It's um, the brightest bulb or the sharpest knife. It's not the brightest cookie. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Continue. Good. Good. So she gets to customs in the U.S., right? And they say... Where are you going? And she says, to visit Amy. <laughs> oh, okay, bye bye. Okay, have a good time. Said, well, where's Amy? <laughs> oh my God. And she said, wherever the ticket says I'm going. <laughs> she didn't know where she was going? No, because she just knew she was going to meet up with my mom and my sister. She didn't care where she was going. So I don't know. And if you knew her, it would make complete and utter sense because she is the sweetest woman in the world, though. Um, but so, not the brightest cookie. Not the brightest cookie in the box. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing. She's not the brightest crayon. The, no. The brightest bulb or the sharpest knife. She's not the brightest highlighter. As See? they're both eating no-bake cookies, I can hear Timmy jumping on a soft <laughs> no-bake cookie. <laughs> okay, well, we'll go with the, with the, with the, yeah. Okay, okay, you do, your, brightest you, you, highlighter. do you, honey, I love you. She's not the brightest highlighter in the box. <laughs> so. She won't go with mine. <laughs> I won't. Stubborn ass. Fucking light bulbs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Stupid knives. <laughs> <laughs> knives don't need to be sharp. <laughs> They're just Obvious. shiny. My knives are not sharp. Yeah, as I'm trying to cut a lime, and I was like, honey, your knife's not it's very sharp. It's the only one I haven't it, sharpened. It needs to be sharpened. She's like, oh, it's the only one I haven't <laughs> sharpened. I've sharpened I all the others. I don't ever use that one. 
I don't ever use it. Well, why one. did you give it to me to cut the line? Because it was the only one that was still in the knife block. Because nobody <laughs> likes to use it. <laughs> you see what happened was. <laughs> so whatever, go ahead. Continue. So, I'm sorry. So they went and no- I'm gonna punch her right in the uterus. In the sacrum? <laughs> <laughs> Not in the taint, though. <laughs> oh my god, this is so de- <laughs> This is so fucking derailed. We Come have- back. I have a story. I didn't go. My my fault. No, it's my fault. Holy so, shit. We are not doing two ever again. <laughs> and there's awkward silence and all of us are no. laughing. Did you hear Kayla? Kayla wheezes as she snores. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dying right now. Kayla, can't breathe. Okay. I'm dying. Oh my God. Okay. I, <laughs> Timmy's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I have a story. So, so, my mother and my sister went in November of 2018. And I am so glad that they came home alive because Costa Rica was not actually deemed safe to travel to until January 4th of 2019. So that is exactly one year to the day before Mom's memorial. So I think that Mom planned this memorial. Or, I'm sorry, not the memorial, this episode. I also think that my mother and the friends were all guinea pigs and that they are the ones that helped Dean Costa Rica safe because they all came back alive. Which, honestly, there was one that I wouldn't have been sad if she didn't come back. She bullied me horribly at my last job, and now she's mean to my goddaughter. So she's not a good human. But either way, besides the point, I have an actual story. I'm just telling the people because nobody hears listening. I'm listening. I've heard this. Listening this is like deja vu all over again. <laughs> Five minutes later. So, Costa Rica is beautiful, but it was deemed unsafe to travel in 2018 for female travelers. Um, my females not only traveled there, but they went places all by themselves and they all came home alive. So, Oh. Ah, 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 ah. Stay alive! Stay alive! <laughs> I'm writing background. Kayla's you just dancing. continue. Well, I'll, I'll, so, I'll sing along. So, um, 16 tourists were killed in Costa Rica in 2018, which I personally think maybe we've been doing this podcast too long because I think those numbers are pretty <clears throat> low. I think that's a lot. I think it's low. You figure millions of people must travel to Costa Rica every year. Yeah, but that's and not including 16. like local deaths. That's no. just like travel. But that's just like tourists. Tour, go on a vacation to a three-hour tour. Yes, feel like <laughs> I'm betting a million people traveled to Costa Rica. Well, yeah, but I mean, who so kills people? people? Who 16? kills people? That's pretty low. So that's do you want to hear about these people that died? Bring it. Bring it, bitch. So. I was being nice. March 2018, Bruce McCollum, he was a Canadian photographer. He was killed after being stabbed because they wanted to rob him of his camera. It's not a party till something gets spilled. And we're back. Yeah. Accidentally spilled the margarita. I did it. <laughs> it's me, it's me, I did it, I did it, it was me. So, back to the story. In March of 2018, Bruce McCollum, who was a Canadian photographer, was stabbed and killed because they wanted to rob him of his camera. Now he's Canadian, so if they would have just asked, what do you think would have done, Barb? Please, sir, can I have your camera? Yes. Here you go. Thanks. <laughs> That's how it would have happened. <laughs> you know, if I ask, but I must stab you first. Oh, here. Right there. Right. <laughs> this is definitely the kill zone. Fucking Canadians are too nice. So, August 1st of 2018. Uh-oh. Oh, cat dog fight. Cat dog fight. August 1st of 2018, there was a Spanish female named Arkansa Gutierrez. She was staying with her husband and... Costa Rica, but she went on a walk alone and she never came back. Okay, just got a question for you. Yeah. Are we taping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, oh, that was the question. <laughs> I'm like, do you need me to stop? Because you have something to say that can't be. Yeah, yeah, we're taping. So, uh, as if that would matter because you would tape it anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on purpose, but it won't let me delete it. But I think that was because my phone's battery was too low. Um, so she went on a walk with her husband and she never came back. He was alarmed that she was gone so long. So I think we covered this. I have no idea. So he let the hotel know. And then the hotel found her dead. So a guy... Yeah, because we had the... Um, what is it? What? Your mommy parts. What'd you call it? My nanny. Yeah, yeah we'll get there. That wasn't the one that disappeared. So Diaz, who was a Nicaraguan, was arrested for her murder. He had come to the country illegally and was working in the hotel there, which says America's not the only one with illegal alien or immigrant problems. So August... We should let them all in. I fully think that if you can get papered and have no criminal history... Right. If you have no criminal history, come on in. Um, Although Australia, which is a gorgeous country, was originally nothing but felons. Oh, so, and that, um, New Zealand. Same way. So, August 2018, a 25-year-old Mexican, here's your nanny, the 25-year-old Mexican female, <laughs> she was raped and assaulted by two men, and then she was drowned. But when she was walking, she was... That's off. like the trifecta of, fuck you. Right? Raped, assaulted, and drowned. <laughs> I mean, that's not okay. No, it's very cruel. It's not nice. That's not nice. It's not, that's not nice. So she, however, was walking with a British female who survived to tell the tale. Although... Oh, well, the British one, she was probably very... Right, okay. right. And this is where we went, because my notes... you know what British say? If I take your bloody piss, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so all, this is where it went wrong last time, was because for some reason, <clears throat> I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote my notes, but my notes say... <laughs> Although she was tickled in the lotus blossom, she fought and was able to get away and run. I don't know. Why. I've never called my nani a lotus blossom. I've never called my crotch a nani. <laughs> it's like a vagina. It's or... a nani, right, Kayla? What the fuck's a nani? You're nani. <laughs> You're nani. It's like a vagina. A nani. <laughs> or as my child, when she came home from, like, first grade, was like, Mom? Haley said that she came out of her mom's vagina. Did I come out of your vagina? <laughs> I was like, it's vagina, and no, you did not. Kayla <laughs> believed for the longest time that she climbed out of my belly button. Okay, so. <laughs> she's cute like that. <laughs> she's super cute. Um, so, huh? Used to be. <laughs> she was super cute. She used to look like one of the Olsen twins from, was it Step by Step? Well, mm-hmm. the freaky ones now. Yeah, but when they were cute and they used to, you got it, dude, she, I'd get stopped places. Do you know she looked? Yes, like an Olsen twin. Yes, I know. So, back to my story. August 23rd, a 62-year-old American expat. You know what that is? Expat? Expat. E-X-P-A-T. Expatriac? Expatriac. Kayla, to me, you guys are still in school. Have they taught you what an expat is? I never liked Okay, it's not history, but, um, so I googled it, and an expat is someone who lives outside of the U.S., but is still a U.S. citizen. What's an expatriarch? Well, they're, they're Pat- still... How do you say it? Expatriarch. Patriarch. Something. Patriarch. Ex-patriarch. A patriarch is, like, the father that's the head of the family, so it's not a patriarch. It's an expatriate or something. It's an ex... ex- I don't know. Anyhow. But they're so- still a U.S. citizen. So, a 62-year-old ex- expat, Thomas Cook, was found dead in Yako. Yako is spelled J-A-C-O. You know how I know how it's pronounced? That's where my mom and sister was, was Yako. Mm-hmm. So, Thomas Cook was found dead in a five-foot grave with his hands and feet bound together. He was identified simply by his back tat. So, yay for tattoos. If you don't have one, get one. Not you yet to me. So, but before... Any tattoo companies were looking for sponsors. But before this guy died, <laughs> he withdrew a shit ton of money to repay a debt. 
So what that means, mm -hmm. I really have no clue. There's a little connection there. Is it shady? Yes. But I think it's shady. Doesn't mean he deserves to be murdered. No, but he also had a known history in the area of sex and drugs. Kind of shady. So. I, then I was like, oh, maybe I should look into this guy. And there wasn't enough on him. So in September 2018, another expat who was a sports book owner, William Sean Crichton. You know sports he's, book owner? Yep. You know he's special because he had three names. William Sean Crichton. Most serial killers. He was also known. Wait, what's a sports book owner? Like a, I'll explain it. <laughs> he was awesomely also known as Five Dimes Tony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of our new best friend. Right? So he started Five Dimes. Five Dimes Chris. <laughs> he started Pink Five Farmer Chris. Right? <laughs> yes. He started Five Dimes, which was an online casino that could do sports betting. So he's kind of like an online bookie. Um, so this, I'm thinking, was kind of a whole different deal. Why? Well, let me tell you why. Because this nice. man was kidnapped a year before his body was located. Ooh. He was kidnapped in 2018. Um, and about 10 p.m. on the day of his disappearance, he left work without a bodyguard, got into his Porsche Cayenne Turbo to oh, drive home. baby. Yep. And while driving through the neighborhood of Granadilla de Curitiba, Two men wearing Costa Rican traffic officers' uniforms pulled him over. Shady right. This is from People, but it was reported by ESPN. I don't know. As they approached his vehicle, four men in a gray pickup truck then arrived on the scene and abducted Creighton, according to the police. So, the police were right there, but allowed the men to abduct him. Well, but were they really police? I don't know. They must have been, if they were real police, they were dirty. Um, or they were, like, it was a whole setup, and they, they weren't, they were getting him to pull over so that the other dudes could abduct him. Abduct him. True, because it did say that they were in traffic officer uniforms, but they did right. not say they were in a cop car. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were. And then, the next morning, his family received an, an alarming call. Demanding $5 million, $5 million in ransom. This was according to Costa Rica's Judicial Investigation Agency, which I'm not sure why, but Costa Rica's Ju Judicial Inve Investigation Agency, their acronym is OIJ. Quit talking crap about me while I'm recording. Daddy has to fart. <laughs> Would you like me to pause it so you can fart? No, I don't have to. Okay. Excuse me, I just burped. So OIJ revealed that a $1 million ransom was in fact paid. However, it was too late. And Clayton oh. never made it back to his family. And they lost the money? Yep. Motherfucker. His remains were found in an unmarked grave in an unmarked cemetery. I don't Ooh. understand... How a cemetery is unmarked. Whatever. So the cemetery is located three hours. That's pretty, good. that's pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty smart thinking to, like, bury a dead body in a cemetery. Yeah. I mean, like... Nobody would even know... Nobody would even flinch that the ground was moved. Totally gonna do that when I kill someone. Right? So, this cemetery was located three hours away from where he was abducted. Wow. Yep, that's my story. That's it. That's all I got. I told you it was going to be short because Google Brook was supposed to be here. Google Brook. Right. All right. Well, I can tell you a little. Let me tell you a little story. This, this one takes place in New Zealand. I like New Zealand. My sister got tattooed in Australia by a New Zealander. Um, Auckland? New Zealand, there was a 22-year-old backpacker, Grace Mullane, I think, M-I-L-A-N-E. I'd go with Mullane. Um, there had been many murders there, all at the hands of men. One was unsolved. So, Grace Mullane, she was 22. She just graduated. She was um, from England. Oh, and you're not going to give us your English accent now? Nope. Because <laughs> it's... <laughs> um, 
Um, she got a bachelor's in advertising and marketing, and she was on a backpacking trip during her gap year, whatever that is. That must be a thing. Year between freshman mm -hmm. and our year between high school senior and freshman in college. No, she had graduated from college. So then the year between college and getting a real job. Apparently. Um, she was on a two-week stay in Auckland after six weeks in South America. She got there November 20th, 2018, and to Auckland November 30th, 2018. Okay. She was seen on video around town on December 1st. Her birthday is December 2nd. The last time she was seen was with a man who was accused of her murders. It is said that the pair had arranged to meet via a dating app. Um, her parents didn't Are hear... you sure it was a dating app? Are you sure it wasn't Facebook Marketplace? Nope, it was Tinder. Oh, okay. Uh, from several websites that I researched, it was from... I was just was joking, anyhow. Um, her parents didn't hear from her the next day in response to, like, all of her birthday well wishes... So they finally reported her missing three days later when they hadn't heard from her. The hotel reports that she never went to her room on the night of December 1st. Um, so initially, that's coming up. Yeah. The end of the first of the... Initially, police stated that there was no evidence of foul play and later gathered evidence that she was no longer alive. And on December 8th... So they, no foul play, but... No. Well, initially, okay. and on December 8th, they announced that the investigation was being treated as a homicide. Okay. Um, they found her body December 9th in Watakir Range. Police asked the public's help for locating a shovel, and that was found on December 13th. They also asked for public help um, tracing a 2016 Toyota Corolla that was rented to the accused. The suspect was 26-year-old who'd been staying in an Auckland hotel. He was born and raised in in the in the region, Wellington region, which I'm not. Where's that at? Uh, Are you kidding? You're the one that always knows where it's at and how many people. Listen, such pile. You know what the elevation is. <laughs> like, you can recite the map and um, tell me what city's by his, it. His shut up. His parents separated when he was nine and he was raised by his father and his grandfather um his mother moved overseas so he never you know didn't have a relationship mm -hmm. with her and father remarried and made a blended family with a woman who had children of her own he worked as a bartender and laborer and he had an estranged relationship with his family due to his penchants for dishonesty and stealing um, he had a drunk driving conviction in New Zealand and a disorderly behavior arrest in South Auckland. Disorderly behavior? Yeah. Is that like drunken disorderly minus the drunk? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't really... Well, I was drunk earlier and I didn't do my research and didn't do my homework, so that's all I got on that. Oh, okay. So sorry. <laughs> I said so sorry. Um, and he may or may not have fathered a child while he was living in Sydney, between 2013 and 2016. They had DNA tests then. Why didn't they get a DNA test? How do you well, may or... How in 2013 do you may or may not have fathered the, a child? The article that I read said his maternal grandfather said that he did, but there was many people who disputed the fact that he did. So we may or may not have. Gotcha. Um, his name, I believe, is Brian Dickey. It's stated that he strangled Grace sometime after 9.40 p.m., Moments later, his phone shows that instead of calling 911, or in Auckland, it would read 111. He searched how to, how to dispose of a dead body and food porn. Oh, okay. Stand up, dude. Necrophilia? Uh, Is that I what think, porn he was searching? Uh, I think maybe he just got a little excited by the, her, you know, killing her or whatever. Mm. Oh, and he took intimate photos of Grace's body. Oh. Did he take photos of her nanny? <laughs> Nobody took photos of her vagina. I just wanted to say nanny because you don't like it. <laughs> no, he took photos of her vagina. Um, his lawyers argued that Grace's death was a tragic accident, and they stated that she had interested interests in bondage and S&M and had asked Brian to choke her during consensual sex. 
They tried to say that he was a man in panic mode, and but he folded her into a suitcase and drove her to Whittakir Ranges, buried huh. her in a shallow grave just meters from the road. That puts a whole new spin on when I say I'm going to Vegas and people say, I can fit in your suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, you, if you're dead, you motherfucker. Think, <laughs> you think TSA would catch on? I'm pretty sure we go through that little. Be like, let, Bill, let me tell you, I've looked into it. I can fold you like this and this, and then you can climb right on it. Well, I'm sure she was little. Yeah. I mean, you know. She was petite. I would not fit in your suitcase. Hey, love me. Mm-hmm. Have you seen um, how long those legs are? I can't get those to fold in enough directions to fit in a suitcase. No, you could just break them. Rigor mortis sets in, and you just break them whichever way you want. You don't want to go to Vegas that bad, do you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no, Mom, please don't put me in your suitcase, So during Mom. the trial, her parents had to listen to graphic details Timmy said, about <laughs> how Grace was killed and intimate details of her sex life. And witness accounts... Wait, sex life before death or after death? Because he was watching porn. It didn't say that he had any relations with her after. He just watched porn. Okay. Um... And he up uh, and witness accounts. There were like three women, actually four women, that testified during the trial about like encounters that they'd had with him through Tinder, that they also brought into court. Um, a picture of Brian was painted of a man who used Tinder to pursue young women for deviant sex. Isn't that what all men use Tinder for? I don't. Timmy. Know. Timmy said yes, that's where he gets his boyfriends. That's where he gets his boyfriends that spank him. And they play with his nanny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Timmy's like, no, my taint. <laughs> the first woman that testified was a waitress. He's whispered something to Kayla. Oh, Timmy, you got to say it out loud. Yeah. She didn't hear you. You should say it out loud. To me? To me? To me? He hit his face. Poor kid. Alright, so the first one, one was a waitress who said that they had texted about their mutual interest in rough sex. They met and had sex on the first date, which I'm not going to, <laughs> which included choking, which she admitted was her preference. Okay, this is why you don't have sex on the first date, Barbara. I know, I'm the second woman exchanged intimate um, photos 